0: Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum ten dollars per order. Additional terms apply. You
1: gotta put it in. Big Snoop Dogg here, and I know you're gonna dig this. Yeah. If you don't mind, I will begin at the beginning. It's a new day. Let's get going. One, two, three. Bad boy. Four, five, six. V.I.G. Everybody take off your shirts. Let's get this party started. I mean, that's the part I don't understand. Like, who in their right mind would even give Jimmy a show? Motherfucker ain't funny. You know what I mean? You know what's funny? Carson Daly. Like he'll surprise you how funny he is because he calls that. You like yo, you don't see it much on the show because it's a dry humor, but it's hilarious.
0: Do you like my mustache? Wear a helmet, honey.
2: Just <laughs> hand me something that looks
3: like a sandwich and I'll put it in my mouth. Do you like my mustache? No, you look like Super Trooper
2: that became a pedophile, dude. Is meat on the menu this week? First of all, do you like my mustache? <laughs> no, that's a hard no. What do you think about bald people?
4: I hate them. And now, now can you say the alphabet for me?
2: Well, a uh, very, very heavy, uh, heavy divertation tonight. We had a very darrison by. Let's go ahead and tear a station. Let's go to the bit they haven't done. Excellent.
1: Our feature presentation.
2: Morning, everybody.
3: Brand new Kevin and Bean show. It's Monday morning, the fifth of November. Uh,
2: it is five thirty-four standard time, ladies and gentlemen.
5: Mm-hmm. Big weekend. How about that? Big weekend for you, Bean.
2: <laughs> Exhausted. My little, my little fingers are raw from all the furious typing
3: 24 hours a day. You were pretty strong. I got to be honest. You were very right. insulting this time. I wasn't like,
0: insulting. you had it. Mm-hmm.
2: I, I was just trying to set a few people straight who should uh, know better. That's mm-hmm. all. Mm-hmm. Um, I will tell you that I'm just going to come out and be honest right now, Kevin, and tell you that contrary to previous years, I now feel like the tide is turning and I am losing the battle. Yeah. Um, I was optimistic the last couple of years. Mm-hmm. This I, year, I feel like it's it's engulfing us. I mean, that's,
3: that's sweet that you're realizing that now? Yeah. Mm-hmm. But you were never winning this fight.
5: Do you I've, think that this time of year, because not only are people still writing Daylight Savings and that drives you nuts, they're mm-hmm. also confusing that with standards, so it's a double whammy for you?
2: Yes, it's much worse in the fall because people <laughs> just assume that... <laughs> Yeah, yesterday was daylight savings time instead of right. the end of daylight saving time. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it hurts. It hurts twice as much. I if I could just ask yeah. a, a it's question. It's an arrow. It's you know what it is, Ellie. It's an arrow to the head and another one to the heart. Oh,
5: Bean, that's awful. Wow, that's
2: got
3: to be terrible yeah. that when strangers tweet something without an S on it and you get an arrow to the head and heart. <laughs> How like do you live? The target, it's ter- like it's oh. awful. It's awful. Let me ask you a question, Bean. At yes. some point, you're going to have to just accept that. Public tide has turned. Like for example, I was thinking about this over the weekend. We say the phone number. We say five two zero one zero six seven. It's not it drives me crazy. It's zero. It drives me crazy. But you don't fight that one, and you say it that
2: way. But here's the here's the thing. It's not a no. Yeah. It's a zero. You lost. I know. Give and it I used up. to bring I used to bring that up, and for years I would only say zero. But here here my whole thing. Um, you can't die on multiple hills. You got to pick mm-hmm. your thing, and you got to stick with it. Okay. Like right. like my wife, for instance. Her thing is Frankenstein versus Frankenstein's monster. That's the one that drives her the craziest, when right? People, the people call them Frankenstein instead of Frankenstein's monster. Exactly. Okay, yes, because it. Frankenstein is the doctor, right. the monster is Frankenstein. Okay. That's her thing. And I and she's right. I of mean, course. that's a super valid thing. But I can't but here's my thing. I can't take up that battle also because I'm over yeah. here being busy with daylight saving time, right? right. Mm-hmm. You can't you can't fight them all. Look, it's driver license. It's not driver's license. It's driver oh, don't license. Don't even try that one. But, but that's my point is I, I, know it's, I know driver's license is wrong. I know it's not driver's license anywhere in any state, but I'm not going to fight that battle. Mm-hmm. You can't fight them all. I see. Is my point. So, so pick, pick your thing mm-hmm. and make that your thing. And how's your thing going? <laughs> <After all that. laughs> the one pick, the thing that you said, I'm going to
3: forsake everything else and I'm going to focus right. on this thing. It's uh, one arrow to the head mm-hmm. and another okay. arrow. arrow to so the now bottom. are all options back on the table? You're going to abandon that one because you lost and move on and try to fix something else? No, I tweeted
2: yesterday that I'll never stop, never stopping, mm. and I ah. think that's. I I think my last words, my last words when I'm hundred and one are going to be saving. Boom, and then I'll just die. Well, it will have been worth it.
5: Absolutely. <laughs> it will have been, <laughs> it will
2: have been, <laughs> been worth it. That's a, thing,
3: life, a life well lived.
5: The thing that sucks is Don only really has to encounter her hill to die on once a year around Halloween. That's right. You, you get it twice. And twice during year. one of those times, it's the double whammy of standard savings. That's mm-hmm. a lot, Beans. You've taken on a lot. lot. Maybe it's too much for
2: one person. A little bit. Yeah, I'm going to start asking for the Monday off after the time mm. change. Smart. Smart. By the way... um, The thing that we were going to do Friday that we bumped because we ran out of time, I think we're about to bump it again because I have to ask since we're on the topic. Allie, I saw you and Kat get into a little kerfuffle yesterday about the the value of standard time. And Mm -hmm. I think this is a, a good conversation to have real quick because Californians will go to the polls tomorrow and decide whether to eliminate daylight saving time. So what are the pros and cons of voting yes on that?
5: Well, Kat's whole thing was this dark so early needs to go straight to hell. Right. To Mm -hmm. which my response was, you bite your tongue. This is the greatest time of year. I like the darkness early. I like the extra hour. Okay. So much so that I prefer it was like this all year round. That would be a damn delight.
2: So why do you like it being dark early? Because most people, I think, here's me speaking for Mm -hmm. most people, um, get off work at a reasonable hour if they have a regular job, mm-hmm. and they'd like to have more daylight to be able yeah. to enjoy at the end of their workday. And that's great for those people.
5: I um, <laughs> I come from uh, the land of up at 2.30 in the morning for work.
3: Right. Mm-hmm. So
5: when I was up at 2.30, now I get to sleep until sometimes 3.45. It's amazing. Oh, crazy. Um, but when I was up at 2.30 in the morning, hearing kids outside playing, living their goddamn lives, 7, 8, 9 o'clock at night, Unacceptable. Uh-huh. When it's dark, guess what they're not doing? Playing outside. Beat it, kid.
2: Wow. So your it's not reasons safe. are. Halleys, off psh, my lawn. I am yeah. <laughs> your reasons time. are purely one hundred percent selfish. Oh, it's on 100- how it affects you.
5: Absolutely, and that's how you vote, right? Am I a Republican? <laughs> <laughs> I just figured it out.
2: <laughs> how about you, Kevin? Have you given any thought to how you're going to vote on this, or have you already uh, sent in your ballot? I've already sent in my ballot, but let me just say this: uh, it okay. doesn't matter to me because... Doesn't matter
3: to you. You move your clocks back an hour, you move your clocks forward an hour,
5: who cares? And this thing on our ballot is so dumb to me because if the rest of the country's doing it, then we're even more screwed because that makes me do math when I'm talking to people in Oregon. Does it? It does. Tell me about because the math. Because then you can't, you have to figure out, wait, is it six o'clock up there? Is it five? It's, but it's, it's just, just one
3: hour. Every time you do math, it's
2: plus one. Oh, up oh, here, east coast. Okay. but
5: then east coast and you've got the mid... It's too much. Oh, that's Either too the much whole math. country okay. gets on board or no one gets on board. So
2: you're I think that's a legitimate concern because you have family in Maine and half of the year you would be a 2-hour time difference and half of the year you would be a 3-hour time difference. And how right? can you wrap your head around that kind of difference? <laughs> Thank <laughs> you, Kevin. <laughs> Too but much. Haven't they been doing it in Arizona for like 25 years Who or something lives like that? In Arizona? Se- uh yes, they have. <laughs> they oh, seem to have survived fake. it. Yeah, my whole family. I think it's okay. Yeah. So, did you vote yes or no on it, Kevin? I'm not saying what I voted for. It's daylight saving time. Nobody's gonna protest the show because I, of how you voted on this.
3: I, I feel mind. like I made my, my uh insights known when I said mm-hmm. I can't imagine caring about that.
5: Okay, so but that you added t- your own circle. Yes.
3: <laughs> who cares about this? <laughs> who cares with your especially official especially the people and I'm looking at you, Jimmy Kimmel, who make a huge two to four week yeah, he, thing about this. He goes a bit overboard I mean, on how it affects him. There's no way it affects anybody more than, I would guess, a day or two tops. Mm-hmm. I'll, I'll
5: give someone three days. Fine. But he's saying months it takes He would go three, four weeks
3: all the time. He's like, oh, I don't know, man. It's just this daylight savings <laughs> is killing me. And then people go, saving! And it's just a nightmare. He would barely recover from the spring yes. when it would be time for the oh,
2: fall. Oh, God. All right, well, it is the standard time, you guys, right. so let it be written, so let it be done.
3: Let's talk about today's Kevin Abito, shall we?
0: Hey, Kevin, what's going on? What's happening? How's it going? How's your family? Good? It's great. So nice to see you. Fuck <laughs> <laughs> off.
3: Wow. Uh, Andrew Siciliano joins us to recap the NFL Week 9. Mm-hmm. We are going to talk about uh, when you are a kid, you saw something that may have traumatized you because you may have been a little bit too young to see what you saw. And Allie has about 10 of those stories because they all involved when, when my babysitter was home.
5: Seriously, where were my parents?
3: Right? <laughs> or, um, or do they involve walking in on your parents who apparently are constantly boning? Oh. Yeah, maybe you just didn't know they covered uh, up quick. God. Yeah. Um, tell you about uh, the Friends and Helpers food drive, which starts today.
2: Very excited right. about that. I'm excited to get some food. <laughs> it's not for you. <laughs> oh. did I, I, say, misunder- I misunderstood how that worked.
3: Did I say great news? You didn't. I okay. know. Uh, uh, we have a listener who was upset at us last week when we were pointing out that adults should not trick or treat. Mm-hmm. And especially without a costume and without a kid.
5: Okay, that's insane.
3: She's mad and wants to come on and explain herself. What could her defense be? I can't imagine.
2: I, I don't know. The only thing I can think is, is nuts. She's, is she's homeless and hungry. And this is her opportunity to get some food. And Maybe. if that's the case, stay if, away from my candy. I'm just. <laughs> <laughs>
3: wow. I took a
2: turn. I'm just going to say, if I don't that's think the that's what Not us. enough.
3: Based on her listening and emailing everything, I, uh-huh. I'm going to just go out on a limb here and say that's not it. Okay. okay. But right. also with you, I can't imagine what her answer is. Uh-huh. Yeah. I'm just trying to figure out if I were her defense attorney, what I could possibly say. Right. Um, And also at 7.15 today, all the details for the K-Rock Almost Acoustic Christmas. 7.15 here on the Kevin and Bean Show. We'll take a break. We'll come back with what's happening next.
1: Kevin and Bean on K-Rock. K-Rock.
5: Good morning, Allie. Good morning, Bean. What's happening? Well, I'm going to ask the two of you, and by two of you, Kevin, Mm -hmm. did you see any movies this weekend? I (laughs) did. (laughs) Yeah?
3: Well, you guys guess. It won't even even work to guess. It was Friday night at 9. Mm-hmm. I'd never heard of this movie before. Okay. Looked up Arclight, saw the trailer, thought it looked good, went. It was in a movie theater that had about 150 seats. All right. I was there by myself. I am going to take a guess. Just knowing Nothing
2: more than what you just said. Yes. And say it was nobody's fault. No, sir. Oh. It's a movie I hadn't heard of. Okay. I hadn't heard of that one until I heard the movie Box Office over this weekend, oh. so I assumed oh, that no, was Oh, no, mine it. didn't
3: make money. There's no way mine...
2: My- I was the only one there. Wow. Oh. Yeah, okay. you know the little greeter that comes
3: in front of the arc light. Mm-hmm. She's like, mm-hmm. I guess if nobody else comes in, you can text.
2: <laughs> <laughs> did you uh, take advantage of being the only one in the theater? I did not. And, did you, uh, no. do, a, do a little popcorn trick? I did not. Okay.
5: Okay. I, wow. Um, I was going to say something like a, a boy erased, but probably not. No, I'm going to
3: say... I'll just tell you because I... I don't think you'll guess it because I had never heard of it. It's not like I saw it in passing. It's called In Search of Excellence. Never Never heard heard of it. it. Right. Same. But I watched the trailer Uh and basically it's a a documentary about Mm -hmm. these athletes and they had Wayne Gretzky on there talking about it and Jerry Rice and all these players that stood out as the best in their sport. Wow. And they were asking them, like, what's the secret? What do you do? Why do you think you're playing at a higher level? Huh. It was fascinating. It was good, I am really st- good.
2: done wow. that that's in a movie theater and not on Netflix or ESPN or something. I assume it will be will relatively yeah. soon. <laughs> wow. Based on sitting there by myself, but
3: it looked great and it was great.
5: I I'm enjoyed it. Extremely impressed that you saw that and you're like, oh, yeah. documentary. I'm going to go see it in a theater. Yeah. <gasps> wow. All All right. I walked in, it
3: was empty. I was like, what a loser. <laughs>
5: <laughs> well, that did not crack the top ten. No, surprising. Um, yeah, but surprisingly, uh, Bohemian Rhapsody did pretty darn well for themselves, taking in fifty million dollars, which is a really good haul because it was getting not the best reviews. We'll we'll call it mixed. Okay. At best, um, and especially because it was up against Disney's *The Nutcracker* and *The Four Realms*, which has Morgan Freeman, Helen Mirren, Kieran Knightley, that came in at number two with 20 million, which is, I guess, concerning since it cost 100 million to be Oof. made. So, yeah, that not seems sure
2: like a, a possible rare uh, Disney misstep.
5: Yeah, not sure if that'll you know catch up over the holidays or that type of thing, but. The holidays are a little bit away.
2: Yeah. But I'm getting an update for those interested in tracking down Kevin's uh, movie Mm -hmm. that it's called In Search of Greatness. Right. That's all I meant.
5: But Kevin liked it so much he said excellent. Right. Yeah. Search
3: of greatness. Okay.
5: Okay, search of greatness. Yeah. All right, so coming in number third, Nobody's Fool, the movie that we thought you might have seen because (laughs) neither of us had heard of that one
3: either. I don't know that either.
5: Uh, coming in number four, a Star Is Born with another eleven point one million. And rounding out the top five was Halloween with eleven million. Huh. Bean, what is uh what's nobody's fool? Apparently it's the Tiffany Haddish movie? Oh. oh, is that possible? Could be. Yes. All right. Wow. We need to. We need to start watching. We need more to pay trailers. better attention. Yeah. Is what we need to do. Well, I mean, how many times have I brought up this story? Will it happen? Will it won't happen? Apparently, today we are going to get an announcement of a new tour without original member Victoria Posh Spice Beckham. Yes, a report says the Spice Girls are about to give fans what they really, really want. Oh, hello. Oh, hello. That reunion tour. (laughs) So, according to the Sun newspaper, there's going to be a recorded message broadcast today announcing the big 2019 UK stadium tour.
2: I'm going to say that there are some bands that you don't want to see a member missing from. Mm -hmm. Spice Girls concert without Posh is fine.
5: You're going to be okay? I don't
2: think so, too. Yeah. I mean, what does she really contribute to the band? Um, Does she
3: see? Do you know if she sings lead on any of the songs? That might make a difference. No, I, don't I don't think, think she's so. Yeah. Yeah.
2: No, they're good.
5: I think really, there's there's one one good singer in
2: that band. No, right? there's two. Ginger Sporty. can sing. Sporty and, and Ginger Sporty can sing. Okay,
5: yeah. two. All right. So two of the five mm-hmm. can sing. Excellent.
2: And Ex- those
3: two will be with them.
5: They sure <laughs> will. They sure sure will. Um, not sure if you saw Ariana Grande's name. It was it was. You know, real big right there on the left hand of the Twitters. Ariana Grande? It was trending saying that she was going to be releasing a song moments before SNL aired. And people were like, oh, petty, petty Ariana Grande. (laughs) It's a song about her exes called Thank You Next. And a lot of people thought, okay, that's really shady, really petty timing, good for you, Ariana. And then people heard the song and they're like, oh, she's just a kind, sweet human, little mouse girl.
3: Oh, it wasn't like...
5: No, No. it's a really generous and kind song where she name checks uh, Big Sean, Ricky Alvarez, the late Mac Miller, Pete Davidson, and she goes through all of them and why she's so thankful and what she learned from these exes and now it's time to move on and just really get to know Ari. Ari. Which is her. So she was thanking them and saying, moving on. I feel to like it's a deceptive
3: stage. title because it, it really, seems, it really was was. It and seems the, th- like she's going to bring the heat.
5: And the timing uh-huh. as well, so mm-hmm. I think that all might have been, you know, part of the thinking as well, but it... It's kind of a, a lovely sweet song, but during the Weekend Update segment of SNL, Pete Davidson ad- addressed the breakup as well. He said, "I know some of you are curious about the breakup, but the truth is it's nobody's business and sometimes things just don't work out and that's okay." And that was the least of his issues on Saturday night. What gonna, happened with him? Okay. We're going to talk about that in a little bit. Uh SNL getting in some hot water over not only what he said during Weekend Update, but um you know the guy that plays trump on the show alec baldwin punching people before the show so we'll we'll get to wow. that and you know my Missed feelings my feelings about alec baldwin wow couldn't <laughs> couldn't wait to click on his name trending <laughs> whoop, whoop. yeah <laughs> guys let's talk about some birthdays i always find it weird and i don't know why but that it's not only brian adams birthday but also ryan adams birthday i know it's not in the grand scheme of things really odd no it's a little it's odd it's just a coincidence and mm-hmm. they have similar names but still pretty cool tilda swinton as well as kevin jonas and hey those
1: jonas brothers are assholes
5: i don't know if all of them are or Cartman any. says they are
1: really? okay i go with cartman
5: and sam rockwell and that's what's happening <laughs>
1: It's the Kevin and Bean Show. k K-Rock.
2: Who's, uh, who's ready for some great news? Oh. Now that wasn't on me. I When you wake up,
1: all you hear is bad news. So bad it makes
2: you want to hit the snooze. Kevin and Bean can make that go away. It's time for... i have to tell you that i um, am ready for some great news i don't know how much uh, you don't watch the news kevin because no. you're a kid but over the weekend i felt it was one of those times where every single story was awful like kids getting hit by school buses and just all had fires everywhere i mean it was just we need uh we need a palate cleanser here Allie. so why don't you get us started
5: i agree thank you bean
2: No, I mean, do your great news story.
5: Oh, okay. All right. Here's the thing about great news. I love the fact that so many people now send us great news stories. Me too. They send them on Twitter. They do it on Instagram. They email it to us. I love that because people are now on the lookout for stories that they maybe just scrolled past. They wouldn't take a minute to stop and read. And this one was sent to us from... A young lady named Kat Corbett. Hmm. And she said, this immediately made me think of you guys and great news. Although she called it good news. So come on cat
3: i mean let's get it <laughs> she together. hasn't heard the show listen sometimes it's only good but we try to pick oh, great
5: absolutely yeah. um and the fact that this is falling on national donut day makes it even better so every day for the last 30 years john chan has greeted customers at his donut city location in seal beach starting at 4 30 a.m him and his wife stella they've become a staple in the community For him, he said it's just nice working with his best friend and partner. But lately, you better get there earlier and earlier because the goodies are flying off the shelves like never before. And here's why. Last month, his wife had a brain aneurysm, and she was rushed to the hospital, and she continues now to recover at a nursing facility. And as you can imagine, it's been extremely difficult for the family. And when people in Seal Beach found out about this, they thought, you know what we should do? We should go in every day early and buy everything off the shelves so he can leave earlier and earlier every single day and spend more time with his wife
3: that's awesome
5: so they've been coming in and cleaning him out by 10 10 30 in the morning which is wonderful so they said the sooner we can get him home and get support for her the better for both of them
2: and the community but what about me if i want to donut at noon
3: you don't get one dude but they're they're closed though right because they have sold
5: out so lovely john Chan can go to his wife stella's side and be with her as she gets better and recovers. so got to hand it to the people in seal beach who saw this and thought how can we help and it's just such a simple way because i know especially a guy that's had this place for 30 years he's not just going to shut down. He's going to get in there early, get the job done, work as hard as he can so he can then leave later in the day. So to make it even easier for him to leave even earlier, that's such a blessing. So that's my great news.
2: Donuts, right?
5: Right.
3: Being there are other places too that you can get donuts. You should look into uh, it.
2: great news involves uh, one young man's Reaction to the awful anti Semitic attack in Pittsburgh last week that killed 11 people and left six others injured, including four police officers. You've seen the outpouring on the news uh, in Pittsburgh of blood drives and vigils and all the crowdfunding campaigns. And this one involves crowdfunding as well. A uh, Chicago based activist named Tariq El Masidi works with a Muslim fundraising website called Launch Good. Within two hours of hearing about the shooting at the temple, He started an online campaign with a goal of $25,000 to help the people there. And this surprises a lot of people because this is a Muslim organization that generally raises money for Muslim concerns. Well, as of last night, they were well over $200,000 that has been raised for funeral costs of victims of the temple shooting and for medical bills for those who were injured. Putting our religious differences or even our political differences aside, the core of uh, all of us is that we have a shared humanity, he said. We wanted to reach out as human beings to help. Uh, He said that, uh, by the way, they've already started distributing some of the donations as of this morning. He also said that he was inspired by the story of the prophet Muhammad, the founder of Islam. When he saw a funeral procession for a Jewish man, the prophet stood up to pay his respects. When his disciples next to him noted that the man was not a Muslim, Muhammad replied, was he not a soul? Mr. El-Masidi said that while Judaism and Islam have differences, they are linked by tragic similarities. Followers of both faiths have been targeted in bigoted attacks. This shared discrimination has brought both communities closer. So within a few days, he raised over $200,000 to help victims and family members of victims of the wow. temple shooting. Wow. And I just think that's so beautiful when you see people of very, you know, it's easy in our mind to think about Muslims and Jews being at cross purposes. But when you get down to the basic humanity of it all, I think it's wonderful that something like this can happen. And that's my great news. Mine is a uh, soldier who
3: was helping hurricane relief mission in North Carolina. He lives in Charlotte. He goes to North Carolina and he's helping people clean up and looking for survivors and everything else because that was one of the hardest hit places um for the hurricane and while he was gone his home was robbed no in charlotte somebody broke into his back door took his computer took everything that was in there man um stuff like like that he didn't have a replacement for and they get home and it's just his stuff is everywhere and it's all the important stuff is missing you may be misunderstanding the concept of great news so then (laughs) his friend um mary capron decided to put up a GoFundMe page to help him recoup some of the costs. Mm-hmm. She put it up and she said, this is my goal, $5,000. In less than a day, people had sent in $15,000. Wow. In less than 24 hours. And then, and this is my favorite part of the story, he, Luis Ocampo, went and said, I'm closing the GoFundMe because $15,000 is enough
5: Oh, wow. And I don't
3: want to take advantage of people's kindness.
5: Seriously, right? This guy.
3: So her friend, so his friend, that put up the GoFundMe, good on you. All yeah. four hundred people that donated, good on you. Yeah. And good on him for just closing it down and saying, "I have enough."
5: Yeah, we're good. Use
3: your money someplace else. Mm. That's sweet, and that's my great news.
2: Kevin and Bean on K Rock. K Rock. Is that too loud? Nope. we okay, Let me try it again here. You want it to be too loud? No, I don't. I want it to be just right. Okay. This, is an, this is an important moment. This is something we look forward to all year long. Right. All the details you need to know on the K-Rock Absolute Almost Acoustic Christmas, Saturday and Sunday, December 8th and 9th at the Forum, including night number one. Hit it, Steve.
1: K-Rock Absolute Almost Acoustic Christmas 2018. California!
4: Night was Saturday, December 8th. The Forum. Are you ready for a war? Want to go for
1: a ride? Smashing Pumpkins
4: Like so many of you guys, I basically grew up listening to K-Rock and they have changed our lives seconds to Mars
2: My
1: friend. Third eye blind. K-Rock absolute almost acoustic Christmas 2018. Red Event Fleet. Bad religion. Thanks
3: everybody. Have a very Merry Christmas.
1: The interrupters. <laughs>
4: We having a good holiday festival, Los Angeles. CFI. AJR. do you
1: help me so the whole house down. Bad flower.
4: K-Rock absolute almost at Christmas
1: 2018. Night one. Tickets on sale Friday at noon. Proceeds benefit Al Wooten Junior Heritage Center at Para Los Niños. K-Rock. Hey,
2: I will allow it, first of all. <laughs> that's a hell of a lineup, you guys. Some of our all-time K-Rock favorites, including Smashing Pumpkins and 30 Seconds to Mars, Bad Religion, one of the great live bands in Southern California history. Also, Third Eye Blind, Greta Van Fleet, who I can't wait to see live, by the way. Agreed. Uh, the Interrupters, who we were lucky enough to have to play on our show not long ago, are going to be super, super fun. AFI one of our favorite bands of all time, also on the bill. It seems like too much. And a couple of up-and-coming bands that you'll really enjoy, too, AJR and Bad Flower. That's the lineup for night number one. Tickets are going on sale this Friday at noon. So the night two, is this same as night one or no? Uh, no. Check this out.
0: It seems like all of LA is starting to get into the Christmas spirit. K-Rock
1: Absolute Almost Acoustic Christmas 2018. I see you guys in the pit out here. Where are the people in the mosh pit at? Night two. Sunday, December 9th. The Forum. And what do you want for Christmas? Florence and the Machine.
2: Hey, this is Ben from Death Cab for Cutie. Please join us, won't you? Death Cab for Cutie. I? don't know why, I
1: don't know why. K-Rock Absolute, Almost Acoustic Christmas 2018. Best deal. But if you close your eyes, I not want you to be happy.
4: We have a very, very special guest with us tonight. Say hello to Mr. Mike. Mama, help me. I've been cursed
1: thing, I don't know why. What's up? Mike Shinoda. Uh, a little bit of
4: loneliness. At the age of only
5: 16, our next guest is one of the hottest names in music. Please welcome Billy Eilish.
4: Eilish. You should sing me in a one by, one by. You should sing me in a quiet.
1: Young the Giant.
4: For this the church is.
1: Almost Acoustic Christmas 2018. Oh, oh, oh. Night two. Tickets on sale Friday at noon. Proceeds benefit Al Wooten Jr. Heritage Center and Para Los Ninos.
2: A, a little bit of a different flavor from night number one, but yes, it still is. awesome. Florence and the Machine, an amazing live act. Our friends, Death Cab for Cutie. The return of Bastille. It's been a long time since we've had the opportunity to see them. Mike Shinoda on the bill. Billy Eilish, Young the Giant, Churches, Mike Posner, and Lovely the Band, one of the biggest breakout stars of the past year, all playing night number two at the Forum on December 9th. Again, tickets go on sale this Friday. This Friday at noon for both
3: Saturday and Sunday. So you pretty much, I would guess, have to pick a night and try to get it. Or mm-hmm. both? i suppose not? you could try to get both but yeah. but uh yeah both days go on sale friday at noon and again benefiting uh per Los ninos and the al wooten jr heritage center so that's the lineup enjoy and uh, get your tickets friday at noon
1: it's the kevin and bean show k-rock
3: all right it's time to talk friends and helpers again whoops mm-hmm.
4: sorry awesome. <laughs> oh mic. my <laughs> god my <laughs> kevin of your own people, wife kevin really <laughs>
0: Of all people, who
4: deserves a mic
2: turned on. There are times I don't turn my own on, so it's not really true. I won't take it personally. Melissa, you'll be happy to know that numerous times this year, and I don't know what this is about, Kevin has turned his own mic off while he is still talking as well.
0: You know, this is the beauty of Kevin, and you just have to embrace it. It's for the Uh best. It's for the best. Just let it go. (laughs) Just embrace it.
2: In fact, you wish you had that set up at home where you could turn his microphone on. That would be amazing if I could do that. I need to figure that out. A couple couple of times a year, Melissa comes in to talk about friends and helpers friends and helpers.org the charity that you guys run and have run for what over 20 something years now, 26 right? years that's amazing don't,
0: That is amazing don't
2: give me any credit for running no it. Can i don't
0: get credit i
2: mean i'm just the spokesperson
0: but you you let
2: your garage be used sure, right sure. our give garage up sp- our
0: living room our family room my office kevin's office a neighbor's house anything we up, can get I,
2: You give up a place to park. All right. So this is the 24th annual Adopt a Family Holiday Program. Melissa, what's all this about?
0: Okay. What this is all about is we have so many people in need in Los Angeles and Orange County. And so we do Adopt a Family. So you just email us and you can adopt a family. And it's people. So you're giving exactly to somebody who has a need. Not some random card you pick off a Christmas tree. It's exactly somebody who has a need. And we're also doing Adopt a Stocking adopt a women's bag, adopt a snack bag. We are working on everything because we are just getting bombarded with people who have needs this year.
3: For those of you that don't know, it's a charity that helps abused women and oh, children yeah. and they most of the time have to flee the house in the middle of the night. They have to go to a shelter and they have nothing.
0: Right. So we provide the basics and we also provide holiday gifts and food. And we're going to be doing food drives at the Kings all this month as well. So you can come to the Kings games and bring a little food would be nice. But um, the great thing about Adopt a family is you can mirror your own family, your own group of friends, people you work with, and kind of get in that holiday spirit and help people out at the same time. And if you're too busy, you can just give money or mail in gift cards. Like, we make it as easy as possible for people to give.
2: Yeah, there are lots of different ways you can contribute. And by the way, has the, thi- has the program been around so long that now when people, unfortunately, find themselves in need, they actually think of you? They go, oh, where can I go for help? I've heard of friends and helpers, and now they come to you out of the blue.
0: All the time. I mean, people only hear me here twice a year, but we work all year. We
2: mm-hmm. provide
0: groceries. We provide hygiene items all year long. We're working. We do back to school. You know, we're we're always trying to make sure that we're helping our community and the community is in need. You know, food pantries are empty. It's a weird year. People are voting tomorrow. You know, people feel the weird vibe. So we have to make sure that we're helping our community. And there's so much need. Um, and it's simple things. Pajamas, socks, maybe a Lego. Um Canned foods, grocery store gift certificates, something for teenagers. You know, our teens are often forgotten and we really need to take care of them.
3: A lot of people um, want to help and they say, have, Are there little kids? And we go, Yeah, there's plenty of little kids, but what about a teenager? And they go,
0: mm-hmm. yeah.
2: I get a little kid. Yeah,
3: they it's like little, little more, kids better. It's a little more fun, Aww. I guess. But
2: our yeah. policy is beat it, kid. Though, what do you do about that? <laughs> <Aww>. <laughs> but um, I do love Melissa that you have made it so easy and in so many different ways because people can uh, people can help friends and helpers uh, uh, like you said online with a cash donation or with right. a gift card, or they can come to the drop off locations you have, or like you said, people are going to the Kings game anyway. They can bring stuff. I mean, there's there's really kind of no excuse for not doing your part this holiday season to help others. Who are less fortunate.
0: And you can do it in so many easy ways, like Bean just said, and it's basic needs. We really are seeing a lot of that this year. Um, you know, I know today is November 5th, but we've been working on Christmas for three months. So we have been talking to centers and shelters, and we know what the needs are. And, you know, we have one place that takes care of kids after school that would have nowhere to go, wouldn't be safe wouldn't be looked after, and they need 400 toys. So maybe you're a person who likes to work in toys. Just call call me up. Email me. I'm around. I work 24 hours a day this month and we can help you out. Was that weird, Kevin? Well, with I don't want toys? to talk
3: to people who want to who work with toys. I don't, I don't know what You know
0: what I mean? <laughs> Not everybody's mind goes to the gutter. Thank you, Kevin. And um, also,
2: also... Ke- um, Kevin always assumes a white panel van is somehow involved. I know.
0: <laughs> I know he does.
3: Also, for the food drive, we just want to mention that's, that's separate from Adopt-A-Family. Mm-hmm. Yes. So the food drive, the games for the Kings are the 8th the 10th, the 13th, and the 21st. Yeah. And you can just bring canned uh, items and um, also gift certificates as right. well. Right.
0: You can just show, take, you know, go to the store, go to the Thanksgiving aisle, pick up a few things and come to the Kings game. It, it, well, we need the I support
2: think because there are so many different ways to donate and so many needs and so many thousands of people who are counting on the K rock listeners this year. I think the easiest thing to do is just to push the website, just all the information about all the appearances and all the ways you can help are at friendsandhelpers.org. I mean, that's that's really one-stop shopping right there, right?
0: It is. Friendsandhelpers.org. And if you have questions, you can just email us, and we will answer you right away. We're really good about that. And, you know, make somebody else's holiday bright this season. It's very easy, and we really appreciate the support.
2: That is well said. Thank you, Melissa. Great to see you. Happy holidays Thanks. to Happy you. Happy holidays. Kevin and Bean on K Rock. K-R-O-Q. First, Ali's here with What's Happening.
0: So on
5: Friday, when I see that Alec Baldwin is trending, I think, do I click on it? You guys know my feelings about Alec Baldwin. You love him? Mm -hmm.
2: You're probably hoping his uh, Sunday night talk show had been canceled.
5: I assumed looking at the ratings that it would be canceled. But no, um, he had been arrested for allegedly punching a guy in the face over a parking dispute this all happened on Friday and a spokesperson for the NYPD told People Magazine that Baldwin was charged with assault and harassment. TMZ is now reporting that there's evidence Baldwin never punched his accuser and that it was a case of mutual combat not assault.
3: Mutual combat? So
5: a lot happening in new york over mm. the parking spaces right I, there are I few parking spaces very few very
2: few <laughs> I, I wanted to ask you guys about this maybe this needs to be a conversation for another time but the story that i heard is that he had a family member quote unquote saving a parking space for him in front of or near his building where he lives what are your rules on when it's okay for somebody to save a space for you if you're not there immediately to pull into it?
5: Like literally standing there?
2: Mm-hmm. Just yeah. run them right over. Absolutely. Beat it. Are you here. allowed to save a space? No. No. I... No,
5: unless the person is literally, like, pulling up right then, like, hop out, that's my spot, and there's, you know, people parked on the way leading up to it, you can't get to it just then. Right. Fine.
1: So,
3: what What if he st- saves it for, like, a half hour before no. the car gets
5: there? But <laughs> no. My thing
3: is, what are you going to do, though? You're... You're not going to run over the guy who's standing in the spot, so you mm-hmm. move on and look for something else. I think.
5: Or do you run him over? I don't think you run okay, him okay. over. You don't run I him think over. That's bad Got advice.
2: It. I mean, you uh, you really see this uh, uh, in the uh, uh, eastern states when somebody sh- shovels the snow out in front of their house. Yeah. Right? Well, now and they feel like they own they own that spot because they shoveled it.
5: And there's actually you know? rules now for certain areas where you're allowed to put like chairs out for right? 24 hours if you shovel that spot. It's all very bizarre. Are. Something yeah. we never have to deal with out here no, because no, no. obviously the weather's great and there's ample parking. <laughs> what? <laughs> but,
2: but in New know. York I wonder if you can go around the block and have somebody save a space for you because as Kevin mentions, parking is such is it's such a premium there, you know? Yeah. The space is a, is like a unicorn.
5: Well regardless of what it was, Alec has uh, a pretty short fuse about things does that we seem have, like there's
3: an issue there. We have
5: seen in the past, he likes to lash out at people, whether it be a photographer that he uses homophobic slurs with, whether it's his child that he's leaving voicemails with. He tends to get really angry really quickly about some things. So, who knows? Who knows what's going on? At least we could tune into SNL and not be bothered by anything. Oh, no. (laughs) Here's what happened on Saturday Night Live. Apparently, they were doing their final pre-election episode of SNL. And Pete Davidson stopped by the Weekend Update desk to offer his first impressions on what he said were several gross candidates running for office in Tuesday's midterms. He cracked jokes about Rick Scott, Peter King. And then he took aim at Republican Dan Crenshaw, whose picture appeared on the screen.
4: This guy's kind of cool. Dan Crenshaw. Uh, Oh, come on, man. Hold on. Uh,
1: You may be surprised to hear he's a congressional candidate from Texas and not a hitman in a porno movie. Uh, I'm sorry. I know he lost his eye in in war or whatever.
4: Holy crap.
5: Yeah, um, he did lose his right eye in an IED blast in Afghanistan during his third employment in 2012. I believe he even went back and served uh, twice more mm. after he had lost um, his eye. So that was a choice, Pete Davidson, of going after a, you know, a war hero. But, yeah,
2: it was icky, guys. I was uh, I, wa- I was when I was watching it, I was just like, "Ooh, that's good. that's bad," and yeah. they're going to take some heat and deserve it for that. Well, that was a miscalculation.
0: Yeah,
5: yeah. Uh, he wound up tweeting uh, the gentleman Dan Crenshaw. Good rule in life. I try hard not to offend. I try harder not to be offended. That being said, I hope NBC SNL recognizes that vets don't deserve to see their wounds used as punchlines for bad jokes.
3: Well said. Yeah, All absolutely.
2: Said. And what is Pete Davidson doing on SNL? That's, what I think, the do? main question.
5: Why is he on there? Good I Lord. I don't Except understand his contribution. <laughs> He's just the young one that looks gray. Why does his skin look so gray? I
3: don't know. <laughs> he have issues.
4: It's
0: just
5: weird. <laughs> it's just very odd. So, yeah, that, that was quite a thing. But then it, it opened up a whole new... Um, New conversation because a lot of um, Republicans were tweeting about this. How dare you say this? And then a lot of liberals were tweeting back, hey, remember McCain? Remember all that? Sure. Remember how you weren't real upset about Trump talking about he likes guys that weren't captured?
2: Mm-hmm.
5: Remember all that that happened? Yeah. We're in a very divisive time, people. Yep. Very yeah, divisive. There are,
2: there are people who definitely wanted to paint it as all liberals hate soldiers, mm-hmm. and the and the reverse as well. You know, so yeah, it's uh, it's ugly. Everything's a flashpoint now.
5: Can't we all just hate Pete Davidson? I mean, yeah, we can all agree let's on that. Agree
2: Absolutely. On that. Excellent. <laughs> T Mariana.
5: Amen. Ugh. I can't. All right, some birthdays for you. Brian Adams, Tilda Swinton, Sam Rockwell, Ryan Adams, and Kevin Jonas. And that's what's happening.
2: Kevin and Bean on K Rock. K R O Q. All right, Monday morning <laughs> means the NFL Network's Andrew Siciliano and DirecTV's Red Zone host joins us on the program. Andrew, how are you?
1: Good morning, Kevin and Bean.
2: <laughs> I now hope I... we are going to be seeing you at Acoustic Christmas like we usually do. Yes, 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 yes.
1: Who's um? Who's Sunday night? I haven't looked yet. I heard Saturday.
2: Florence and the Machine, Death Cab for Cutie, Bastille, Mike Love Shinoda, it. Billie Eilish, Young the Giant, Churches, Mike Posner, and Lovely the Band. Uh, you had me at Churches. Go ahead. <laughs> <Go ahead. I'm laughs> yeah, Android, it's a good it's it's, yeah. a good. it's it's a good. It's going to be a fun night. <laughs> all right, a bunch of stuff we got to get uh, get on with you about. First of all, as if you are not busy enough. Uh, doing the Red Zone with seven games at a time. Did you also squeeze in a live interview during the Red Zone yesterday? Yeah, I was just
1: talking with uh, with Dave about that. Uh, Jake Laser, my colleague at Fox, um, does so much great work with veterans. And, you know, Jay has his MMA gym, which is up in Hollywood. And mm-hmm. he has a group called MVP. It's called Merging Bets and Players. And, and it's basically a gym and a support group for our former, for our veterans who are back from war, and uh, Jay brought me up there a couple of weeks ago, and to just honestly sit there and watch what is a really intense MMA workout, and then in essence group therapy, and just to be wow. to be on the fringe and 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 see it and see the support that these guys have for each other to help all of these brave men and women back to make the transition into civilian life and everything that entails. Uh, it is a powerful, powerful scene and a great group, and it's the Salute to Service Week for the NFL, and it was an honor to have them in the studio.
2: I love that. I think Jay is phenomenal at his job, but I worry that he's getting Absolutely. too buff. I think I think he's getting in that. <laughs> that he, no, he's getting into the rock territory where it looks like he's going to burst out of his clothes like the Hulk at any minute.
5: I think it's because he's you know, small. He's shows. shorter.
1: You, you, well, Jay's my height, or Jay. Andrew's it's height, like deep. I said.
5: So super Jay's short.
1: As I said, I am not a tall human. <laughs> Do you guys watch Fauda on Netflix? You no, F A U D A. No, okay. Mm. It's about it's about a Mossad mm. undercover intelligence group in the west bank it's a pretty intense show jay is the lead character in fauda google it right now (laughs) i am right he is that that's now what he has become and i told him this a couple of weeks ago they've never been in the same room at the same time
2: i love it all right let's talk about a couple of key games you know a lot of times the game of the season the matchup everyone is looking for is a disappointment not the case yesterday with the saints rams what's your takeaway andrew
1: all right, so my takeaway is this. The Rams are still really, really, really good. They are, I still believe, the best team in football. However, um, they are in danger potentially if they face the Saints again in the NFC Championship game, having to play that game in New Orleans. And as we saw yesterday, that is not something you aspire to. There's still a long way to go. Um, the Saints are not unbeatable in any way, shape, or form. And give credit to them. They went on the road in Baltimore, one on the road in Minnesota, and won. And then came home and beat the Saints consecutive weeks. That's ridiculous. Good for you. The Saints have some defensive issues, um, major defensive issues. Marcus Peters says he's healthy. I believe him. I've heard the same, but he's getting beaten a lot. to Talib not having him back there hurts. He should be back in a couple of weeks, hopefully. Um, they have some things to shore up. Yet through all of that, which sounds like all panicky, they are still 8-1. and one. So yeah. the end of the, the last couple of weeks in the NFC to determine where these playoff games are going to be is going to be fascinating but you saw the cell phone celebration well i wanted
2: to ask about that because i wasn't watching at that time but i hear that joe buck treated it as if michael thomas had just pooped on the field
1: oh i see i I had the sound off did he really
2: yes i don't apparently apparently i mean obviously they got the the celebration penalty and everything which i guess a lot of people think was worth it describe what he did and why
1: Okay, so this goes back to two thousand three. The Saints had a great receiver named Joe Horn. He, he's, he's, I mean, high on all their all-time receiving list records and all that. Joe Horn uh, had a celebration in which he stashed a cell phone. Back then, it was a flip phone underneath the stand, uh, the, the wraparound, the pad on the goalpost. Mm-hmm. And as part of his celebration, he grabbed a cell phone and made a call to whom I don't know. He wanted a contract. I don't know what it was, but that was his celebration. It was this iconic moment. Everyone laughed. Is in a big game. Ha ha ha! It's one of the best celebrations of all time. Well, Michael Thomas evidently stashed not only one flip phone but two—one <laughs> behind each goalpost because he didn't know where he was going to score. And 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 so this put them up ten. So I'm sure where Joe is coming from, look, if you do this and it gives your team the lead with four minutes to go and then your team has to be penalized on the kickoff and it it shortens the field and helps the Rams rally back, then you're an idiot. That makes so sense. Yeah, an you, a-hole, right, yeah. You can't hurt your team that way. Still, it made it a 10-point game. It would have taken a little bit of a miracle for the Rams to rally, but it wasn't totally out of the realm of possibility, although highly unlikely. Yeah. But give Mike Thomas credit, who I love, he actually had everything down pat. I mean, it was a total remake. He ran then to the sideline afterwards and picked up the phone on the bench, just like Joe Horn did in 2003. <laughs> I mean, he, just commitment he right there. reenacted yeah. everything. And credit to Sam Farmer of the L.A. Times with the, with the most important investigative journalism of the week. He found Joe Horn in Mississippi for his reaction.
2: Oh, wow. that's great! That is great reporting. Cool. I don't know. Look, I know that it's the biggest thing that happens to a player is scoring a touchdown, and I don't know how. I, I guess I don't like these excessive celebration penalties, but I also wish the Seahawks would spend a little less time working on their dance routines and a little more time winning games. You know what I mean? At some point, I just feel like it's counterproductive.
1: I mean, maybe you know boy bands better than me. <laughs> Who was that? Because I couldn't figure it out.
2: I don't. I thought they made it up. Honestly, I just thought it was something I they made it was up. Great. I, I couldn't tell who it was. All right, but, back to
1: football for one. Back to it football, looked like Backstreet Boys or something, didn't it? It might
0: have been.
2: Okay,
3: can we talk football? Yeah,
2: we can talk <laughs> <Okay>. football.
3: <laughs> back enjoyed. to the Rams. Let me just say this: I think more important than going unbeaten in a season is to see how yeah. you react when you're down mm-hmm. and when totally you're getting agree. beaten. And to me, they responded quite well.
1: Yeah, they're down three scores. They rally back and punch it back in the face. when Cooper Cup went down the sideline, and you went, "All right, they are going to win this game." They didn't because in the end it circles back to the defense again. They, they didn't have enough to stop them at the end. Someone made a great point at our studio. It's kind of like tennis. And when the Rams went for the fake punt, which, by the way, I think they got screwed on. I think Johnny Hecker did make it, and I think he should have had the first down even upon review. Um, it's like you, you let the Saints break serve there. I mean, you had touchdown, 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 back and forth, and then once they broke serve, They kicked it into gear. Now, the Rams rallied back. Um, Yes, and so now we find out how they deal with adversity because the Seahawks are here this week, and then the week after that, it is Mexico City. Hello. With the Chiefs on a Monday you
2: mean
1: night. hola, first of all. <laughs> <laughs> hola. Hola. Listen,
5: here's, oh, muy bien. <laughs> here's here's the way I look at it. Get that loss out of the way. You'd never want to go into a postseason undefeated. It never works out for you.
2: Bingo. Do you have experience with this?
5: I believe I do.
1: <laughs>
2: mm-hmm. all, all right, let's I talk. We're talking to Andrew Siciliano. And kind of from the NFL Network, Indirect TV's Red Zone. Since we brought up uh, the Seahawks, let's talk about the Chargers because a lot of people were saying, yeah, the Chargers have won a bunch in a row but against teams with losing records. That wasn't the case yesterday. They looked super good against the Seahawks, although it was could have been a very, very close game if it hadn't been for that fourth quarter interception, that pick six that uh, Russell threw. But Chargers still looking good, right? So the Chargers and the Rams
1: are a combined 14-3. and three. Wow. That's, that's, that's pretty good. Uh, the Chargers are still – and actually, I'm glad you mentioned it because that game was kind of the game that not enough people were paying attention to all week. Um, I think on, on both sides, if the Seahawks had won it, you'd say, all right, they opened 0-2, but Pete's kind of got it figured out now. I still mm-hmm. think he does. Uh, the Chargers are, are sitting here at, what, 14-2 and or 6-2 now and uh, they're the best team in the football that no one is talking about. Because in the AFC, we talk about the Chiefs, we talk about the Patriots. Who else do we talk about? The Steelers.
3: And 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 in Los Angeles, it's mostly Rams, and then the Chargers sort of fly under the radar.
1: Well, look, at they they go to Oakland this week. So uh, if there is any team against (laughs) which you chalk up a win, I'm sorry, Raiders fans. (laughs) You know it to be true now because the, the Raiders refuse to take the field for the second half this past Thursday. Then they go to 7-2. and two. Then they get Denver and Arizona at home. Those are both very winnable games, especially the latter. I hate to just start chalking up wins, but they're 9-2 and two heading to a game in Pittsburgh to open up December. So right. they, they are, look, they, they need a kicker.
2: Yes, they definitely and, had their struggles yesterday for sure.
1: I mean, in a town in which we love soccer, the fact that they still can't find a kicker is beyond me. <laughs>
2: that is crazy. <laughs> All right, well, we're going to have to leave it there. I wanted to give uh, big props to Tom Brady for breaking another NFL record last night. What is he? He's regular season plus postseason now over eighty thousand yards. Is that what they? Is that what he hit last night, Andrew?
1: Yeah, something like that. And, but, That's but amazing. The big, the big disappointing one is he needed three yards coming into the day rushing. To get to 1,000 career rushing yards, <laughs> he's not a runner. And he, no, he lost a yard. He <laughs> is now four shy. <laughs> he, he, you don't. Th- hey, you think I'm joking? He, he like put something on Instagram about this because he's not on Twitter about how excited he was. I'm sure it's kind of tongue in cheek. How excited he was to get to a thousand yards.
2: That's so very sad. That's awesome. It but is. I got, I got, look. Nothing. He he's gonna have every record of all time ever when he's done when he plays till he's sixty five years old. NFL Network's up to the minute of course and uh Direct TV's Red Zone channel. It's our friend Andrew Siciliano who joins us every Monday here. Thanks a lot for the time, Andrew. We'll do it again next time.
1: Always gotta it. Thank you. The Kevin and Bean Show on K Rock.
2: I'd like to say something while we're on the uh, on a on a, uh, a different topic. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> I, I'd like to change gears to something that's also topical for today, okay. as we announced the Christmas today. I'd also like to say this: I'm really tired of all the people who are telling everybody to vote. Because, and here's why: not that voting isn't important; it is. It's the most important thing you can do as an American. It's tomorrow. Citizen. I wonder where you're going with this. Mm. Where, where I'm going with this is. If you live in America and you see what's going on and you still don't care enough to cast a ballot tomorrow, mm-hmm. or have already cast it pre 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 voting, damn you to hell! By the way, you should be deported at this point. If you, <laughs> if if nothing, if you haven't seen anything in this last two years that makes you realize how important your vote is, I don't think I want you to vote. How about All right. that?
5: All right. So Our stop seven, telling won't. people to vote because stop. those people that need to be told are idiots. Is what you're That's saying? That's right. They're okay. idiots.
2: Exactly. Look, when you don't vote, that is a vote. It's a vote to let somebody else make all the decisions in America. Absolutely. That's what that is. Now we were talking about Ali and I voted by mail early. Kevin, you went and voted in person. This yes, I went Saturday. Right? Yeah, they had an early voting. Mm-hmm. It was um, an
3: hour long line.
5: Wow.
3: Which I was surprised and happy with.
5: Yeah, that means a lot yeah. of people are voting. But
3: there was two people I want to highlight. One was a woman right in front of us, uh-huh. and it was a long line. Right. So the line would move up mm-hmm. 5, 8, 10, 12 feet. She'd just stand there. So we go, hey, um, the line is sort of moving.
5: Right.
3: You move along with them.
5: Uh-huh.
3: And so then, uh, then she didn't move. So then I said, I'm just going to go then in front of you. And she said, not before me. And I said, well, go ahead and move up then. That's how a line works. That's how we get to the end of the line, which right. is where we vote. She kept doing that the whole line. Uh. It would be 10, 12, 15 feet the line uh-huh. moved up. And she wouldn't move and she wouldn't allow my daughter and I to go in front of her.
2: What do you think her reason was? I, was, she, was she, did she have trouble walking? Was no. she trying to save her steps until she had to use them? I don't know. I
3: assume she was angry about something else. I really okay. don't know. I couldn't uh-huh. figure it out. In my head I was saying, you know how a line works, right?
5: Yeah. When the person
3: <laughs> in front of you moves up, you go ahead and move up. Right. She didn't uh, want to do that. The but whole the,
2: way to the the whole way to the ballot box. Correct, yes. Wow. But
3: there's another that is person. Unusual. There's another person that I want to highlight. She ordered pizzas and had them delivered to the line. That's five awesome. large pizzas. <laughs> She's just like, I got it for everybody. How Help yourself. You he? should
2: be allowed to vote twice. <laughs> <laughs> Agreed. The Kevin and Bean Show, world-famous K-Rock. Uh, our friend Jensen Carp off today. Uh, someone asked, hey, who fills in for the guy who fills in for people? That's, <laughs> a, great, that's a great question. We're just going to have to limp on by without Jensen. But he had a very, very special weekend. He got married. We've been talking about how his wedding was coming up. Well, it was last night. He and his fiancée, Danielle, tied the knot. Kevin, you were there. I was there, yeah. It was it's like to go to a wedding. <laughs> Have you never been to a wedding? I really, I, it's been so long. I don't remember. I, I'm so happy to say no when I'm invited. to were, you know that. I, it, you know what? It was just worth it to see
3: both of them who were just so, so joyful. Yes. Yeah. It's really it really made me feel good that they were
2: that yeah, happy. I love their story that they were they knew each other were not friend, not super friendly but knew each other in high school and then drifted apart and then reconnected many years later at the right time in their lives. I think that's great. Who performed at your wedding, B? Who
3: performed? Yeah, who mm-hmm. who's singing live for the first dance song? I didn't have
2: anything like that. Yeah, me was either. It like
5: Smokey Robinson? Who sang at yours? Johnny Mathis? <laughs>
2: <laughs> Good pull and uh, I'm Mr. Strong. Bad Example <laughs> no
3: that's she's making fun of how long ago it must have been and she's doing it well uh, nobody's saying it my okay. way so uh, two things two people that I just want to mention real quick mm-hmm. I talked to Mike Shinoda for a long time mm-hmm. he's of course playing night two which I'm very excited he was a, a fellow Wonderful. guest at the wedding yes okay and then before the first dance John Mayer walked by
4: mm-hmm.
3: grabbed his guitar sure stood up yep and started singing while they danced.
5: Their first dance.
3: Song.
2: Yes. What is Chen's like, the Sultan
3: of Brunei? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Yes,
5: that's a great cult. <laughs> <laughs> great
3: example. <laughs> but John Mayer was in his group of guys, his groomsmen.
5: Yeah. He, he was standing up there the whole time. The poor guy, though, he had to go to the pinball party. Yeah, well, he, he earned to do all that. He true. earned it.
2: That's true. He did earn it. So, <laughs> well, yeah, performed Jensen life. Jensen is out on his honeymoon right now, but believe it or not, on his wedding night, he did call and leave us a message on the Kevin and ben Afro line. Hello guys.
1: It is Jensen. Uh I am calling you to let you know that I am now married.
4: Woo!
1: Uh Danielle <laughs> and I got married kind of secretly because we kept saying in a couple weeks, but it was just Sunday. It was last night. We are married. We're very excited. And I'm not coming into work. That's it. Can't do anything about it. I'm not coming into work. So this is my notice that uh, you won't be seeing me for a while because I'm married. Mm, that's it. Nothing else to tell you. All right, guys. Kermit
2: signing out. <laughs> <laughs> hey, first of all, I'm married and I still came into work. What's your excuse? <laughs> so that's a legitimate reason, I think, to take a few days off. Sure. Yeah, I agree. What last, a uh, what a hell of a uh, wedding night by the way for his uh, for his new bride to be sitting there while he's on the phone to work. <laughs> <laughs> Woohoo! I don't
3: even know if that was her, I assume it was. I assume it was. I hope, yeah. I hope so.
5: Do you guys think they totally did it for the first time after that?
2: Yeah, I think so. Sure. <laughs> I think that's cool. Yeah. I think that's right.
3: cool. Uh-huh, yeah. cool. But Jensen came to us last week and he said uh, they had a problem with somebody that came to his door on Halloween. And we had this conversation many, many different times. How old is too old right. to trick or treat? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, Jensen said that parents were coming with their kids and weren't the parents weren't dressed up, mm-hmm. but would also reach into his container and take out candy.
2: Yeah, so a little little seven-year-old Cinderella grabs candy, fine, but that the parent comes up right behind her, takes his own handful. What's
3: up with that? And that seemed ridiculous because if you don't have a kid...
4: Yeah, why are you...
5: And if you do have a kid, it's for the kid.
4: Right.
3: And then then we got this message.
4: Hi, my name is Janice, and I think that trick-or-treating is allowed for grown-ups and children alike. I am not a child, and I still trick-or-treat, and yes, I get dressed up, and yes, I go to haunted houses all nice and dressed up, and yes, I go to parties all dressed up, and I think that that is the one actual holiday that should be celebrated. It lets you be who you want to be, when you want to be it, and how you want to be it. So stop complaining about grown people (laughs) trick-or-treating and celebrate it. Enjoy it. Embrace it. Uh, What's your
2: name? Diana? She doesn't sound crazy. I was expecting her to sound crazy. Right?
3: Yeah. Let's give it time. She may still. (laughs) Yeah. Good morning, Janet.
4: Hello, guys.
2: (laughs) Well, first of all, thank you for listening. Second of all, thank you for calling me AfroLine. I don't think we have any problem with people dressing up for Halloween as adults or going to parties as Halloweens or or, or going to uh, haunted houses for Halloween. Mm -hmm. But the trick-or-treating, that confuses us a little bit. Can you tell us more about that?
4: Okay, what's wrong with it? It's a holiday. You get to enjoy it. You get to have fun. You get to do it. Right, but... It's uh, it's okay.
3: Understood, but here's the thing. That particular part of Halloween, that one thing, trick-or-treat, really for kids?
4: No. It's for everybody. You get to go out there and beg for candy. It's fun. You can do it. I don't normally... I don't normally Kevin, ask and
3: do it. You can do, do, do it. it. I don't normally ask this question of a woman, but how can you tell us how old you are?
4: I'm 35.
3: 35. Okay. 35. Did you dress only... up?
4: <laughs> yes, I dress up. I, are you? Sometimes I I don't dress up. Sometimes I dress up, depending on how much time I have to get ready for it. Wait. Uh, sometimes,
5: sometimes you, Chan, it... uh, Sometimes you don't dress up and you still go
4: door to door asking for candy. Yes, I borrow a neighbor's kid so I can go with them, but I still have my little goodie bag.
2: Oh you are a scammer. <laughs> I kind of respect I, I, that.
4: No, <laughs> <laughs> and sometimes I just, like, I ask my neighbors, they they work at night, I was like, you know what, I'll take your kid trick-or-treating with me, and at the same time I trick-or-treat, I go there, I put my little hand out, I was like, trick-or-treat, and they give me is, a treat. Is
3: this
2: your one call from jail? Janet, Janet, have you ever been been rejected by an adult who does not want to give you candy because you're older than he is?
4: One time when I was on a date, yes, they thought we were stupid.
2: When you were on on a date?
4: Let's let's back up, Janet. It was was my first date. It was a first date. It's a way to find out if a guy is worth having time with.
3: Right, but for your first date, you chose to go trick-or-treating on Halloween?
4: Yes, it's like having a date for Valentine's. You get to say, you know what, you want a date? Yeah, well, We okay, understand just dating. To- <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> so, what, so when you hear people have a discussion every year about 12 or 14 or 16 or whatever the appropriate age is for kids to stop trick-or-treating in costume, you just scoff at that because you plan on trick-or-treating for the rest of your
4: life, right? Yeah, too. I'm able to walk and stop walking. I can even use a walker, yes. It's
3: wow, me. you've made plans
4: <laughs> How about if we all get together
3: and just send you some candy, Janet With that help
4: <laughs> No, I can't eat candy, I don't like it Oh I my god What What? is, what? <laughs> what?
2: Wow, you're bringing what? the crazy extra hard today, huh?
4: <laughs> what are you this doing with all the candy? Greatest.
3: You just said you don't I, like candy Best
4: plot twist ever I throw it away You throw
3: it away you're You a monster. sound insane Do you realize that? You should be medicated. Uh, Why? Okay, Okay, let me me ask another question. Um, So you're taking people's candy, which they had to buy, Mm -hmm. uh, um, and then
5: you're throwing it in the trash. Yes. Is it just the the, rush?
2: Is it
4: the adrenaline?
2: That you're getting away with something?
4: It's sometimes just to see the expression on people's face. And sometimes it's because they can't say no to me because I'm cute like that.
2: Oh, Janet, you are all
3: kinds of crazy, Janet. I think I love her now, though. I will (laughs) will tell you, I
2: think I want a reality show with Janet. Um, She doesn't need the candy, you guys. You are are literally taking candy from a baby. You know that, right? (laughs) Literally. No,
4: I'm not. No, because I pass treats, and I I don't give one candy. Excuse me, Jensen, but you shouldn't be taking the hands off kids when they are are reaching for candy they can have a handful
3: he was saying that they would reach back a second or third time Mm -hmm. and he was trying to stop that which seems valid
5: well he also does the the big bars he doesn't do the little candies
4: king size right that's different okay i give the medium-sized candy because the kids handful it's like two or three candies anyway so they one handful and that's it, bud. Well, that's because you're oh. recycling your candy.
2: <laughs> that's that, it, that's bud.
4: That's
2: the thing. <laughs> yeah. Hey, Janet, how are you even handing out candy to trick-or-treaters when at that same time, you're going door-to-door getting your own candy to throw away?
4: Um, Great question. No, I I go out a little bit of a later time because kids usually pass out by 7 o'clock. I usually go by 7.30, 8 o'clock.
3: Oh, that's getting pretty late. Do you sometimes knock on a door where it looks like they were giving out candy earlier and they're not now? <laughs> No, you just break, just break in and people. take the candy. Yep, that's what she's doing. She's breaking in.
2: <laughs> Janet, you are really a mir- you are a miracle, and I can't. We were trying to figure out what the defense was when we said, "Hey, we should we should have Janet on and discuss this." We we're trying to figure what could she possibly say, and I think you've blown our minds mm-hmm. by just just shamelessly saying, "I do it because it's fun." Well, nobody guessed crazy. Yeah, nobody <laughs> guessed crazy. That's true. <laughs> All right. Well, listen, next time, don't throw it away. Send it to Kevin and Bean, right. okay? If you're, if you're going to do it,
4: do it right. Don't waste it. How about I just buy you guys a bag of candy? I mean,
3: uh, okay, it's a separate. Okay, fine.
2: <laughs> it's the Kevin and Bean Show. K-Rock. Take a guess when the last time was that Third Eye Blind played an Acoustic Christmas or a Weenie Roast show. That's a great question because they are playing night number one coming up December 8th at the Forum. Tickets go on sale Friday at noon. They're one of the great acts for night number one. 2007. 2007. Okay, great guess. How about you, Allie?
5: 2003.
2: 1998. Oh. Wow. It's been 20 years since Third Eye Blind was on the bill. And they got a lot of great songs. They are going to be super, super fun. So go to K to get all the details about this year's K Rock Absolute Almost Acoustic Christmas. Allie is here. Time for a final look at what's happening.
5: Uh, Ryan Reynolds, known troller. This yes. we know about him. He trolls everyone on Twitter, on Instagram, and he, he has no boundaries. Doesn't matter who it is yeah. his wife, whoever. Well,. Recently, it's been Hugh Jackman. So he tweeted a fake political smear ad against Jackman on Friday, asking his followers, (laughs) how well do you really know Hugh Jackman? (laughs) And it's all about Hugh getting a lot of buzz for his um, performance in The Front Runner. And he's basically saying he's fooled a lot of you people into thinking he deserves an award for this. So he lists off a bunch of faux facts like... Oh, he speaks with that charming accent, but he's really from Milwaukee. Going back and forth, back and forth. Well, Hugh Jackman has responded with a video that has summarized his thoughts. It's just a nine-second shot of him scooping up his dog's poop on a photo of Ryan Reynolds. (laughs) What's going on with these two? I love it.
3: That's awesome. (laughs) I kind of
5: like it. Just no talking, just poop. Love it. Right on to Ryan Reynolds' picture. So so there you have it. So Rebel Wilson got some blowback. She was on Ellen DeGeneres on Friday promoting her movie, Isn't It Romantic? And she said that she's proud to be the first ever plus-size girl to be the star of a, of a romantic comedy, which got a lot of people saying, oh, do Queen Latifah and Monique not exist anymore? So she got a lot of blowback, but more so for her not then saying, ooh, wow, you're right, my bad. Instead, um, she responded to people by saying, yeah, of course I know of these movies, but it was questionable as to whether, one, technically those actresses were plus size while filming those movies, or two, technically those films are categorized, billed as a studio rom-com with the sole lead. So there's a slight gray area.
2: (laughs) What is happening?
5: What are you doing, (laughs) B? Stop it.
2: You apologize for overlooking... African-American actresses in that category. That's what you you do.
5: So, Monique writes to her, Hey, my sweet sister. Let's please not allow this business to erase our talent with giving gray areas and technicalities. Take a moment and know the history. Don't be a part of erasing it. I wish you the best. And then Rebel Wilson started... That seems nice. Yes, Rebel Wilson started blocking um, oh. all sorts of women of color oh, that no, were saying, no, 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 no. hey, maybe sit down, listen to us for a minute. Hmm. And then she would re- respond to white women that were responding to her. Rebel! Wow. <laughs> Whoopsie! <laughs> so not only did you step in it, you then did what I'm seeing so much of, the doubling down, the tripling down of wrongness. Not, not good. You see that? You see that? You see how white people do? I do, lady. I do.
4: This is awful! <laughs>
5: <laughs> not a real good situation right there for anybody involved. Okay, I saw this story, and I immediately thought of Kevin. Because, Kevin, how much money, cash money, would you say you have in your wallet right now? How many bills?
3: How many bills?
5: Totaling what?
3: Um. 50 bills totaling $50. <laughs> well, Kevin has a strip club he okay. by every day on the way home. All right.
5: I don't know. I don't know. I don't know so, to... well, opinions vary on how much cash you should keep in your wallet. Oh, I see. You wallet. should. I got yes. you. Okay. A survey from Money Magazine found that 42% of people carry no more than $40 in cash. 30% carry between 41 and 99 bucks. But they're saying that you should carry $200 in cash. What? It's the right amount because it's enough to handle a standard emergency or it's also likely to cover a bill at a restaurant if your credit card is declined okay. and doesn't accept plastic. Two, I don't think I've ever had $200 in my wallet, ever, unless I'm going a, to buy something. Just make it a
2: grand. We're not just make it a $1,000. Just Seriously? make it a gold bar. Why don't I just carry one of those around? <laughs> I am so in the minority of those st- statistics you gave. Same. I, I, I would say that I almost never even have $20 in my wallet. I'm with you. Yeah, I just because don't have what cash. Do you, what I'm, do you, I'm a baller o- compared to you guys. You then. really are. You really are. <laughs> just to c- the only thing you would really need to use cash for, I think, is tipping, right? If a, Right. And I don't really valet like you you guys do, but I mean, you would want a couple of dollars for the valet valet guy, but Mm -hmm. other than that, I don't know what you could ever use cash for. I mean, if I spend $2 at a 7-Eleven, it's just as fast to to stick a credit card in and walk out that way, you know? Mm
5: -hmm. Well, experts say you should have at least $20 in $5 bills on you at all time for tipping. So they're saying even a couple bucks, you're cheap because that's $5 bills. That's not singles. I feel like it should take into account
3: people's income, though. Mm-hmm. You can't tell it people should. that don't yes. have much money they should have $200
5: Always on them. have $200 a, in that's cash. That's absurd. Because
2: if they uh, had $200, they'd have moved into a better apartment by now. I mean, I don't know. I'm that saying they gonna... would have think No, I'm saying they would have something to spend that money on if right, they had $200. Right. That's sure. too much money to just have, you know, just have in, the, in your back pocket in case. You're yeah. just saying it sort of matters what your income is. Absolutely. How much right. cash you carry
3: around with you.
5: But then you think of someone like Bean that never has 20 bucks who makes an
2: okay living. Yeah, true. What is wrong with us, He's Bean? cheap. And also I'll tell you He doesn't tip though, so he's got that going. I definitely tip. It's I'm true. a very good tipper. Um but I will say that years ago when they started giving you miles or points on various credit cards, it doesn't make any sense to me to spend seven dollars in cash at something at a store if I can get, you know, seven hundred right. miles right. off of it on a credit card. You know what I mean? Yeah. Sure. Well that- take it up with this study. It's not us at all. Yeah. <laughs> it all adds up.
5: Get off my back. Right? It's Money magazine, Allie. it's not us. Good write Lord. one of your
3: angry tweets to them
5: exactly
2: i'm exhausted i would have to lay off uh, twitter for a while yeah, I, it was a big I really weekend. a lot of strongly worded tweets this weekend yeah
5: did anybody out of curiosity any of the companies that you would respond to saying not only is it not savings it's saving but mm-hmm. it's also standard time mm-hmm. any of them write back and say gosh you're right sir Thanks. um <laughs> great question not
2: not this year. Uh-huh. I have had uh, some success in the past. Last year, I had a couple people make corrections, which I was grateful for because right. they were no longer spreading disinformation mm-hmm. and turning this country communist. <laughs> but uh, this year, I felt like I was being ignored.
5: Yeah. I felt weren't. like you were making some headway the last couple of years.
2: I really I really did. It was, dis- yeah. it was a discouraging. It was a discouraging. I year. quote tweeted Bean, and I'm mm-hmm. very happy with this.
3: And I said, say it right, people. It's daylight savings. <laughs> oh, see, that doesn't make things... <laughs> better it's
2: not Uh, helping helping. i wasn't
3: trying to help i was trying to laugh
2: yeah i feel like i uh i lost an 18 inning ball game this weekend that's Mm. what i feel like
5: Mm -hmm. was any in particular more troubling to you like one maybe that you really respected a company and then you saw that
2: well the most the most troubling are (laughs) what was the
5: most egregious yeah
2: probably usa today because of course their editors are right in the paper and in the article, but then they have some intern tweeting who doesn't know the difference, mm. and, and they make the, the, the rookie mistake. Right, I just feel like they should be held to the same was All up standards. in their business, I sure so was. Mad. I sure was. Yeah. <sighs> Oof. but we're okay now mm-hmm. it's standard time Okay, be a lot easier for people going forward because there's no need to even reference daylight saving or savings time because it's just standard time so let's just until, that, until yeah, spring March, April well, whatever that is yeah. let's hope tomorrow California goes and abolishes uh, daylight time and we don't have to ever go through any of this nonsense again you can't vote on that tomorrow that's true yeah that's so dumb you have to. It's a
3: yes or a no for yes daylight or no. saving or daylight mm-hmm. savings. That's not how it goes. It'll, <laughs> It'll not and I put amazing. yes on savings.
2: <laughs> so by the way, e- even even if the public overwhelmingly votes one way or another, it still has to go through. Um, it still has to go through the state legislature, and right. and I think Washington D.C. has to sign off it as well. So it's not a quick fix, but at least mm-hmm. it's a step in the right direction.
5: Is it? Yes. I mean, come on. If California... uh, Really, that's on our ballot right now, you guys. It It should be. It's so dumb.
2: It's not dumb because it annoys millions of people hate it, hate the time change. Mm
5: -hmm. Why
2: not give the people the opportunity to do away with the time change?
5: Then why not do away with it across the board, across the United States of America to then screw up California? Like, oh, I can't which hour we I can't figure it out. It's so
2: dumb. We don't screw up California. We fix California. It's the rest of the states that are going to be screwed up. All right.
5: That being okay. uh, out on. of curiosity. Uh-huh. You don't vote in California, right?
2: Correct. Okay, good. <laughs> <laughs> but that doesn't mean that doesn't mean other people shouldn't and they should do the right thing.
5: I'm just saying, do you have anything this dumb on the ballot for where you vote
2: for? Um, I don't consider this dumb. I consider this something that will make people's lives easier. So I'm... i it's just trying to make people's lives easier, you that's guys. That's what I'm about. Okay. I'm grateful <laughs> that it's on the ballot. I appreciate okay. lawmakers in California taking it seriously and keeping in mind all the millions of people who want to do away with daylight saving time. I think it's great. Allie, how, the did polls vo- tomorrow. how did you vote on this, Allie?
5: I voted no. You're I voted tacky. no, and I'll tell you why. Because, again, math. I don't want to at some point be like, "Wait, it's six o'clock here. What time is it on the East Coast?" Oh, wait, are they three now or two? Where are we at this now? This is math. Don't with make like me do single ma- digits. Doesn't matter, Kevin. <laughs> it's dumb. Okay. Either we all do it or none of us do it. I'm fine with that. Yeah, I'm fine with that.
3: Either we all do daylight savings yeah. or none of us do. Yes. daylight savings. savings. Kevin, yeah. how did you vote on this this controversial time issue? I voted yes.
4: God so damn you canceled
3: it. that Ali's vote. You did the yes, right thing. Correct. Okay, good. But I'm gonna vote again tomorrow. That's <laughs> how it works, right?
5: Yeah, <laughs> it does not, <laughs> not work. it works. Early and often. <laughs> good lord. How'd you vote on the uh not the saying. rent control one? What about the uh the even, animals? I don't feel like anybody what cares about the, about the homeless.
3: My opinion on what to vote.
5: What about the uh dialysis one? What about the uh <laughs> All right, I'm done. Hey, some birthdays for you. Tilda Swinton, Brian Adams, his brother, Ryan Adams. They're not related. Well, I don't think they guys. are, no. Kevin Jonas and Sam Rockwell. Nope. Uh, just, that's just a, a singer called Rockwell. I'm yeah. talking about Sam Rockwell. Yeah, three sorry, billboards. I, mis-
2: I misunderstood. Sorry.
5: No problem. That's what's happening.
3: Thank you, Ali. The SoCal Helpful Honda dealers are handing out random acts of help with this We all win with a commercial-free drive home today at 5 p.m. Tomorrow, an all-new Kevin and Bean show. I don't know if you've seen this documentary on the Royals, but there's some BS going on. Like? Like Prince Charles has his shoestrings mm-hmm. ironed
4: <laughs> every morning. No.
3: He also has a guy put toothpaste on his toothbrush. Well, I'm going to bring you highlights of that documentary. Because
1: and, we're, and we'll never be Royals. Right? And we'll never be Royals. <laughs> can't wait.
3: Uh, from one of our favorite shows, Mayans MC, we've got JD Pardo. Oh, oh man. Such a good show. How shirt on is or that shirt show? off? Have we, have we decided? I mean, I think for the interview? it's up to him.
1: I, okay. Usually, yeah.
3: Okay. And uh, what's up with Florida? Also, tomorrow morning on an all new Kevin and Bean show.
1: It's the Kevin and Bean show. Rock. I have never been more ready to vote. I am going to, like, explode. I am, I am like, horny, but to vote.
2: TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports.
1: clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet.
2: Music.
4: You set my world on fire.